This is Mind Matters with Michael McEwen. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Mind Matters. On this episode we're going to hear from some people and asking how are they coping with lockdown. First up we're going to be hearing from Stuart James. Stuart who is a radio presenter on a community radio station called East Gang Community Radio. Next up we're going to be hearing from William Ray from Aberdeen and he's going to be giving his experience of lockdown so far. So we're joined by um, Stuart James now. Stuart, can you tell us um, what are some of the issues that you're facing at the moment? I'm facing a bit of, bit of boredom, Michael, because I'm used to being busy and you can only go, so you can only take the dog a walk so many times in a day. I mean, every time I put the dog's lead on, it says, not going to go walk again, am I? Because he's 16 year old now. So, so if anyone's got a dog that needs a walk, let me know and I'll take it for a walk. So 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 that's your that's your own, that's your own the company at the moment, your dog? Yeah. Yeah. And dogs don't talk back to you, Michael, so No, exactly. <laughs> so so tell me about your community radio station that you run, Stuart. Yeah, I own the East End Community Radio in the East End of Glasgow and today we did the Mental Health Minute which was very, a very busy show, talking about things that people, people don't really realise how much depression affects people. And it gets such a stigma and people just say, pull yourself together, or what you, what, what you got to be depressed about? So, so do you feel though like radio is a good um, comfort for, do, for you? Yeah, radio and music is a good comfort because music can be so uplifting, Michael. Uh, why, why do you like music and radio, Stuart? I like music because music's like an emotional lift. You've got the, the sad songs, you've got the sing-along songs, which I like. And you've also got the dance songs, and dancing's good for mental health. And, and tell me a wee bit about the, before lockdown, Stuart, you were heavily involved in the, um, I, I can't remember the club that you used to DJ at. I do the weekday well factor and I do the Include Me Too club. Yeah. Which that's... is always a, a fun a fun night every Monday. And I DJ at the club later at the garage occasionally. Tell us about the DJ well. What what kind of happens there? Well, weekday well factor is a nightclub for pensioners. So the pensioners go to the nightclub every Monday morning for a wee boogie, a wee chat, a wee cup of tea. And they give us all the lovely requests. Elvis Presley is number one on the list for the pensioners, Michael. <laughs> Elvis. So what, what, what would you say to people that are now facing this kind of lockdown and not seeing any kind of like family or friends and they're, having, they're facing mental health issues, what, what would you say to them? I'd say if you've got a close friend who you want to chat to, just download the Zoom app, it's free of charge, and you can chat, or even a wee phone call, a wee blever, just to see how things are going. What about the, and how have you adapted to this, Stuart? Well, I've decided to do radio three days a week just to give me a bit of focus in life because staring at all the four walls all day, you've got too much time to think. 
And if you watch the news too much, then your depression takes a spiral. And then you don't know what the government's saying from day to day, Michael. Should I stay out or should I go out? Okay, so we're joined by William Ray, William from Aberdeen, all the way from Aberdeen <laughs> and, and stuff. William, how are you coping with the kind of late lockdown? Going off my nut, talk about carbon fever, wow. I've never experienced it, but I have now. Um, I now know what carbon fever feels like, stuck in, you know, stuck in these, I couldn't say four walls because it's not... It's not like I'm confined to one room, but I am confined to my flat, which um, the four walls start to look very boring after a while. Um, and are starting to very much, I think, <laughs> feel like a, I should be changing my flat to HMP uh, Aberdeen. So, um, so I take it you haven't been out of your house? Nope. So haven't I... been out due to underlying health conditions um, that I suffer from. I have been advised by my own GP to shield, but haven't been advised by the Scottish Government to shield, so I'm in that very red-grey line of, I should be shielding um, by my own GP, but the government don't see me as one of those people in their shielding category. I think that the reason why I wanted to speak to you, William, as well, um, about the the whole kind of like crisis as well, that you've been posting a lot of videos on, on social media re recently, and um and I've I've been doing the same on kind of like different issues. So how how important is it for people to speak about their men mental health? Very important for people to speak about their mental health. It's primarily important that men in particular, because it's realised that one in four men will commit in my age group between the ages of thirty and forty will commit suicide. Won't speak about it. Won't talk about it because of the stigma and the fear that. People will see them not as real men, that they'll see them as um, just being weak and that it's not right to speak about it, but you should come out, you should definitely speak about it. Um, and I think we need to see the stigma as well end totally. Well, so when we, when we eventually come out of lockdown, I don't know when that will be, hopefully one day, but um, when we come out of lockdown, yeah, when, when we come out of lockdown, what would you like to see in terms of like the the the, the local councils or the Scottish government um, listening to people with kind of like a mental health issue? I definitely think we need to listen both at local level and at Scottish government level um, to people with mental health. Listen to what they're actually going to need for coming out of lockdown because there is so many people at the moment in lockdown with mental health, you know, the anxiety of going outside is going to creep in for folk of, you know, has, you know, the person next to me walking down the street got the, the virus, you know, are they a carrier, are they not, have they had it, you know, and all of this, I think will be very much, so I'd love to see a, a campaign or something to say, you know, just see how people are with their mental health and just, you know, if people want to talk about it, it's acceptable, you know, I want to see the stigma, you know, be, be tarnished away from it and even a new a law or something put in place that the um, government will um, agree that it will come under a, a hate crime or something, you know, because obviously, as we both know, Michael, that disabilities, is, um, to pick on a person with a disability is a hate crime. So why can't they make it something like, meant, you know, to pick on a person with a mental health issue, make it a hate crime, you know? So what, what you would say is, 
kind of like people who got through listening to to people yep. with disabilities and mental yes. health more. Yep. And I'm not yep. saying that we yep. are experts by any matter of means, but we we kind of live it and we we've experienced it since yep. we were kind of young guys uh, growing up, basically. Yep. We're certainly no chief medical officer or anything like that, and. I don't think any of us have got a second home or 